anyone there? You can't hide from me, silly. I'll find you. So come out and play. You don't want to play with me? Then fine. You'll get what's coming to you. I'll pick all of you off, one by one by one. <laughs> Hello, my fellow haunters and haunts. Welcome back to the Haunt Critic Podcast. And today we're going to be talking about an abandoned children's asylum that I have visited. So I've been to this place quite a few times. I was actually very obsessed with this place. There would be a time where I would just focus on that specifically. Because I remember every floor looks the same, right? They're two buildings, but they're connected like one. I mean, there are some brown doors that you push through. Kind of like when you go to the hospital. You're walking down the hallway, and then there's the exit door, and there are two big brown doors, and you open them, and you go through them, right? Well, with this hospital, it was the same way. But the hallways looked identical. So after you open the door, you sometimes forget where you're at. Besides their graffiti, like, dead ass, if they... Like, fixed the whole thing up, made the, all the hallways white, the floor the same color. You'd probably forget exactly where the fuck you're at. Because it literally looks identical. It looks like you're in a fucking loop. And it's so crazy, man. It's so fucking crazy. And, um, I remember we were actually walking through the asylum. Me and my buddy Dylan, we went. I did videos with the GoPro. It was alright. I realized the GoPro Hero 4 is old as shit because <laughs> the quality is just like garbage. And I'm like, dude, I hope GoPro is not like a garbage ass thing. Now I look at the GoPro Hero 9 and Hero 10 and shit's nice. I was thinking about getting a Hero 9 because I'm not good with like regular cameras that YouTubers have. And, you know, you got to take the microchip out, put it in your computer somehow and all this other bullshit. I don't know. So the GoPro is small and then it comes with all these different accessories that you need mainly what i need is a tripod or one of those handheld things where the person that i have holding it can do that and with the gopro hero 9 i heard there's linear so i can get rid of the fishbowl effect i'm like yes i heard it's better than the 10 so i was thinking about getting that so i can take off the fishbowl effect and also i got the gopro app and i just find it easier for me because i could just go on the gopro because i edit a lot on my phone I don't really edit on the computer, which I need to start doing. I need to find an editing program that I can take it to the next step instead of having these basic, like, go from one scene to another. And then maybe have some words on it. That's about it. But I'd like to take it maybe to the next level. I don't know. So, yeah, it's crazy. It's really, really crazy. And the story today I'm going to tell you is about a time we ran into some drunk people, right? So I've been to this asylum a lot. Well, I took my boys one night, we went to the sheets, stopped, got out of the car, we're walking down the road, and I noticed there was some kids standing there, and I'm like, fuck, they're trying to get in, or they're just leaving, don't know. Well, we didn't know that they were drunk, so they followed me, because we asked them if they were trying to get in, they said yes, they followed me, we went in the easy way, well, we got into the building, well, I don't care what they do, I don't care if they want to stay as a group, or they want to separate, I was specifically there looking for something. And what I mean by that is, I've been on every floor but one, right? And there's a floor on the other side of the building, which is a little confusing because I don't know how to find it when I'm on the right side of the building because there's an attic. I thought when I walked up all the stairwells, 
that there was just nothing but an attic. I thought it was four floors and then the attic because I've been in the attic and it walks out onto the roof. Like when I say the roof, man, I mean the fucking roof. It's so fucking scary. Like if you jump off that, you're not living. Nah, nah, bro, you ain't living at all. So I've never seen it. And I've been in the attic so many times. But I saw these guys on YouTube, the one that introduced me to the building, they cut that part out. So I'm pissed the fuck off. Like, how in the fuck am I supposed to find this hallway? And I know it's this building because they recorded the whole outside of the building, the footage. I I know exactly what door they're at. They're by this thing called the Suicide Porch where I filmed the ending of my music video, Escape Room, at that spot and along with Got Away. But... So I found it, and the way I found it was somebody else on YouTube. And it's funny because in my music video in the beginning, Escape Room, when I walk out of the room and take my mask off, which I thought was kind of dumb, and I walk to the stairwell, instead of going down, if I would have went up, I would have found it. It's so crazy. What it is, it's a small hallway. All the hallways are the same size. Like, think about it. Um... You know how a school hallway is, right? When you go to school, you see that big-ass hallway and you see the lockers, right? Remove the lockers out of the hallway, and that's what it looks like. It just looks like that. Just keep the doorways and just remove the lockers. That's what it looks like. So this hallway is different, though, because it's, like, really, really skinny, like somebody's house. It's really skinny. Like, if you take two people and put them shoulder to shoulder... That's the that's the hallway. It's not that big. You couldn't even put a third person shoulder to shoulder. Couldn't do it. Not one bit. And so what's up there is like there's a few bedrooms and stuff and there's a stage. What I mean by stage is like a big stage. It's not like off off the ground like what you see at venues and stuff where the stage is really high up and it's you know it's black or whatever. This one's like a performing stage, and it's like a little bit above the ground a little bit, but it's a school wood stage. You get what I mean. I haven't found it. So we were supposed to fucking see it. Well, this is what stopped us. See, there's a lot of uh, graffiti stuff peeling off the walls, so there's a lot of asbestos in the air, and we shouldn't even be walking in there without mask on, which I th- or respirators, to be honest with you, but we're idiots. So we go over to the door, to the suicide porch, I open it, and I'm like, alright, I'm going to go upstairs one floor, I'm going to go to the left, and I'm going to go all the way down, and then when I pass that room that I did the music video in, I literally could find it, because it's literally spray painted on the door, my room. If I walk... Then I'll find that stairwell. Then I'll open the door to that stairwell. I'll go up one floor and ta-da, I found it, right? Well, didn't happen like that. So I walk to the door I open it and I hear something above us on the next floor. I was like, oh, fuck. I don't know if it's a homeless person. I don't know if it's an animal. I don't know if it's other explorers. Is it the owner? You don't fucking know at this point. Mostly I'm pulling towards homeless person or other explorers, right? So... I tell my boys, I'm like, yo, let's go. So me and Matt go first, and then we had the drunk girl and her boyfriend, and my buddy Brandon was behind them. So I'm walking up, and I noticed that there was this thing sitting on, like, the top of the stairwell right by the door. And the motherfucker jumped and just spread its wings. 
And it scared the shit out of everybody. All I heard was a girl screaming. I was like, man, that's a girl behind me. Then um, Brandon, I guess, took off running. Matt passed the dude and the girl. And then they were in front of me, and I was frozen in fear. I was just like, and I can't even remember. I was so scared. I can't even remember what happened. Like, I just remember jumping up and then me paralyzing the fear. And then being like, fuck that, and turned around and started running. Right? We run down to the floor, whatever. I'm like, all right, is everybody good? I was like, where's Brandon? That motherfucker had ran one more story down. He was so scared that when he didn't just run down one flight of stairs, he ran down three. <laughs> Stupid ass. So he came back up there, and I was like, dude, did you hear the girl scream? He was like, yeah, it was me. I busted out laughing. I said, like, this man really admitted to it. Thank God he did. I'm glad he keeps it real, but that is funny. He claimed while he was running down the hallway, he saw a ghost girl, but I don't believe that shit because he wasn't gone long enough to know because he, I think what happened is he ran down to the next floor. He stopped at the doorway of that floor and came back up. I don't think that he ran, you know, down that hallway because that was the basement and he wouldn't have not many directions to go because down in the basement, it's a big square to the right and it's just a big circle and you're stuck there. You know, or if you go to the left, the hallway only goes a few feet, and then it stops. And, you know, because of the side of the building back over by the square, if you rip that piece of board off, you're walking out of the building. But there's a big piece of board holding up against that to try to prevent people from coming in. But, yeah, if he ran down the hallway, he wouldn't have seen the little girl because the hallway is too damn short because it's the basement. And plus, knowing his ass, he would have ran over that vacuum cleaner that's sitting in the middle of the floor that he did not know that was there. And I asked him, I said, you see the vacuum cleaner? He said, no. And I was like, okay, he didn't go far enough then. Because the vacuum cleaner is right near the door. When you go down in the basement where he was at, I'm I, like, that's how familiar I am with this place, right? And so we're inhaled all that asbestos, and so we're like, oh, I feel like we're fucking dying, right? And one of the boys is, like, having trouble breathing, and Brandon's like, yo, Matt, like, help him out, whatever. Like, Matt's a fucking paramedic or something. Like, he's going to figure out what the hell's wrong with this guy. You know, I have, like, spit coming up, and I'm like, damn, fuck this shit. So we all decided to leave, and this is the creepy part, because we're at the door, and it's dark behind us, and you have to climb out this window. See, I'm so skinny and so agile that I run up to the window, I jump, land on with one foot, grab it with two hands and then I bring my other foot through and then I just keep going kind of like I'm dashing like in parkour you know so a lot of them they like take their time they step on a piece of wood or put their foot through the door I mean the thing and they let their vagina or nuts rest on the door seal and then they pull their fucking other foot in you know how those people that's too slow me I'm not like that I just jump through that bitch like I'm in and out of the window less than two seconds and I, I do that because, like, I don't want to be waiting and then something comes out behind us in the dark, especially when I'm about to climb out the window and I grab the window. Like, I do a running start a little bit. But, I mean, I'm careful when I do it because I ain't trying to slip and bust my face on the window and fall back or slip and fall forward. So, you know, I don't run, like, super fast and, like, fucking dolphin dive through it. That would be cool as fuck, though. But I also don't, like put my foot on the window, lean my body back, and stem my arms, and then pull myself through. You know, I don't do that either. But it it worries me. That's why I always turn around with my light, and I'm like, uh-huh. And I got this big-ass flashlight, and it hooks in 
with the uh, this box. Well, this box, if you charge this blue box, it hooks into that and the light comes on, but it doesn't fit properly. So it doesn't go in all the way, so it flashes on and off. And people ask me in the escape room music video, oh, that's a cool edit. And I'm like, that's not edit. That's just the light going out. Like big fucking facts. <laughs> so I actually went to Walmart and bought like this little stand thing and to put my phone on to record. And none of the shit worked. But there was a little box light and I can hold it in my hand and it's just as bright as that fucking ring light thing. Because it's a ring light. I didn't know because ring lights weren't popular at that time. So it's a ring light to put around your GoPro. So it's a square ring light. That's what it is. But I have me a little small LED light I could just hold in my hand. And it's just as fucking bright. You know? So, you know, I'm looking behind me. And when I had to turn my light out to jump out the window, I turned that motherfucker off. So we're out the window. And the boys are down at the bottom. And they look towards where the suicide porch is. Which is the building next to us. I know it's confusing. So... They claim they saw like a shadowy figure go behind the uh, one of the um, over there will be recorded got away at. And so I, at first I wasn't going to believe them. But when they said shadowy figure, I believed it because Brandon said he saw them standing when we were in the um, suicide porch that he saw some over there by the. Uh, the wood line because where this asylum is it's like not it's not surrounded by trees but there's one part in front of the asylum that's surrounded like nothing but fucking trees right so when he said he saw like shadow people standing there and then when him and matt came out and they saw the shadow person standing over there by the um the pillar of the building i believed it reason why I say that is because there was a gentleman, he said they were doing the tours. Because they would do, like, tours of the asylum, but you would only be able to stand outside. And it's in broad daylight. And he said that he saw shadow figures around that area. I've never shown the video to my boy. I've never mentioned the video to my boy. So how would he know that? I never mentioned the shadow people either. Not one time. <clears throat> so How? And the video is not that popular. It's really not that popular. I had to go through a couple videos in order to find it. So it's not like my boy typed in the name of the asylum and it popped up and it was one of the first three. No, I had to go like 16, 17 before I can even find that shit. Because like I told you, I've been watching everybody's videos of the place. So that was really crazy in my opinion. Really fucking crazy. So we all went back to the car. We had to lay down because cars would drive by, but... We finally got back to the car, and before we do, I forgot this part. So we leave the building, and we're walking down the path to try to leave, and the dude's like starts freaking out, and we think that he's trying to fight Matthew because Matthew's behind everybody, and so is this guy. So we're like, nah, we ain't gonna let this dude fight my boy. Like, we're gonna fuck him up. Well, he was saying that he was like, the girl was holding him back. So that's why we thought they were fighting. There was a guy supposedly hanging himself on the second story balcony i don't know about that one didn't see anything didn't look like it i'm like eh, it's probably drunk well the girl claimed they played with the ouija board three hours before they got there and so matt was extremely pissed about that he was like are you fucking kidding me we could have demons chasing us and we don't fucking know so we're walking down the path and i don't know if this was you know me actually seeing something or it's just a figment of my imagination thinking i saw something but it looked like a guy was following us, like a shadowly figured guy. 
You know, when you get in trouble at Walmart or you're getting kicked out somewhere and you have that guy following you to make sure that you're leaving the store. That's what it looked like. This guy looked like about my height, maybe 5'10", 5'11", from where I was standing at. But we would walk. But then when I stopped and I turned around and looked at him, he was walking a little bit, then he would stop. Like he was waiting for me to continue. And then when we got down off of the hill, went by the roundabout, when we were closer to the sheets, I looked, and it looked like the guy was standing there, and he like turned around and was walking back towards the asylum. So I don't know if it was a shadow person, or was it actually, you know, a figment of my imagination. I have no idea, because I'm a very skeptical person. Like, even now, my door will open sometimes, and the other day, like, slam shut, and I'm like, Psh, just the wind, or... You know, whatever. I'm. Uh, it's really hard for me to believe. It really is hard for me to believe and stuff like that. So for something like that, yeah. Or the flashlight thing when the flashlight went beside the building. We thought somebody was over there beside the building. Yeah. And it was nothing. That shit was creepy. Or my boy almost getting possessed. That was creepy as well. But that was at a different asylum. But that's still fucking creepy though. <laughs> so we all got back to the car. And the girl was crying a little bit. And they're all fucked up and... They wanted to go to the other asylum. I said, bro, we didn't even make it through this asylum. You think I'm going to go and show you the one down the street? It's harder to get into. Because at the time, I didn't know the easy way to get in. Obviously, I'm an idiot. Always taking the hard ways to go. So, we all end up getting in our vehicles. And one of the sober ones said, yo, you know, we're going to drive home. And I was like, all right, be safe. Make sure the ones that are driving weren't drinking. And, you know. So, they ended up going home. And we ended up leaving. And... I don't know if we ever went back since. I think I went back with my ex-girlfriend. But as far as my boys go, I don't think they went back. See, Matt's already been a few times. He's been because he had to go for the music video. And he went before when we went exploring. Because I wanted him to see the layout of the place before we decide to shoot the music video there. You know? Sorry, I have a runny nose. I've been dealing with a cold. So, please forgive me. But B, he hasn't really been there like that. And I told him, I said, dude, it's owned by a guy who owns a museum that's next door. Like, if I can build up the money, they said it takes about 200000 or I think it's $2 million to fix it all up. And I'm like, bro, there's YouTubers out there that have more expensive house than that. Fucking H3H3 has a $9 million house. David Dobrik has a $10 million house. Shit. Fucking Logan Paul's house was like 4 or $5 million when he was living in L.A., so... You know, this isn't like we're in L.A. or New York where, you know, the taxes are going to be high as fuck, you know. Where I'm at, taxes is pretty decent. I mean, it's still kicking my ass because I'm broke. But, you know, if I was wealthy, it wouldn't be that big of an issue. But $2 to fix up this asylum? Hell yeah, I'd, I'd fucking buy it off the dude if he lets me. I'd be like, hey, man, you ain't got to worry about it no more. You ain't got to worry about trespassers. You ain't got to worry about paying taxes or paying for the land or paying for the building. You just let me have it and it'll be all good. And I'll remodel that motherfucker, and I'll make all the walls white and shit. I would fuck with my friends so bad. I would, because the one down the street I would love to have too, but it's owned by the state. So I don't think the state's going to let me have it, to be honest with you, unless if I can come up with a lot of money or, you know, somehow persuade them to have it, you know. That would be dope too. I'd turn into a haunted attraction. Oh, man. And there's tons of fucking parking too at the other one. At the children's one, I would have to cut all that fucking trees and grass and all that and make that a parking lot. But at the other asylum, it's already set up for me. All I got to do 
because the buildings are very fairly new too. So yeah, the adult asylum down the street, there's 13 fucking buildings and the buildings still look nice. All I had to do is probably go in there and clean up a few things that are broken maybe or, you know, wipe some graffiti off the wall or repaint over it. But other than that, that's not a lot of fixing to do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then I could turn it into a haunted attraction. I could make some of the buildings where paranormal investigators can come and explore and then the other buildings would be my haunted attraction. And there's so many places to fucking park to. And there's two ways to get out. There's two gates. So maybe that main road, we can make that the uh, the exit. And then the other road with the dirt path that leads off to a main road. Um, and a roundabout, that could be the entrance. Oh, man, that would be dope. That would be so flipping dope. But, yeah, that's the end of my story. I would love to buy both of them. If I buy both of them, bro, my life is complete. My life is complete. A lot of people, when they say they get rich, that they would like to have, like, a car or house. Like, yeah, I'd like to have me a nice two-story house. You know, I told myself the properties that I want is that children's asylum, that adult asylum. Uh, my parents' house is the one I'm in right now. I'd love to have this, too. Also, I would like to have my dad's house, which I used to grow up there. It's a trailer, and it's only, like, 10 acres, but I'll fucking take it. Shit. And then, on top of that, I would take uh, my boy's old house, which I don't know if I want that. You know, their little trailer and a crappy trailer park. I love to keep the trailer at least. You know, even if it's not in the area, just take the trailer and move it off the property, and <laughs> that'd be dope. Have some family heirloom for my boys. You know, so. I also want to get myself a mausoleum, and I want my casket to be decked out in Spongebob or decked out in horror. And then I want to have shelves around, around the mausoleum where I can have my most important things to me sitting in cases, like pictures of me and ex-girlfriends or notes that they wrote. I can put that in like a shelf that's locked or my boy's mask or my Halloween mask and put them on headphones and then have them closed in with you know, glass that are locked in. I want to do all this stuff before I die to make sure all this stuff is set good. And the only thing I want to do is just to be put in that casket and be done. You know, so all the important stuff to me, like family pictures and all that, I want them to be closed cased in the thing. So people want to walk around my mausoleum. They can be like, holy shit, you know, this is this. I don't want nobody to come in that I don't fucking like or know. I don't want people trying to steal my shit. That's the thing. That's why I want them all locked up. <laughs> Yeah, don't want nobody in there. That's why I said mausoleum and not museum. <laughs> mm. Imagine having a museum all about yourself. That'd be dope. Well, guys, thank you for listening to another episode of the Haunt Critic Podcast. I'm not trying to run this too long. I try to do anywhere between, you know, 20 to 30 minutes by myself. And if I do have guests and I... We'll go over, and maybe sometimes if I'm doing episodes by myself, I might go longer. If I have a longer topic to talk about, who knows. But I hope you guys have a wonderful day, and I will catch you in the next episode. Peace.